Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I'm your host, Taylor, and this is Winnin' Forks, a weekly Twilight podcast where two 20-something lesbians ruin everything you love about the international best-selling series by Stephanie Meyer. Thanks for tuning in. It's Monday. It's certainly the most Monday Monday I've ever experienced <laughs> in my life. Let's just I, put it that way. Yeah, no, Mondays. Mondays are it's a no for me because we they're not. The <laughs> but they yes, are that's true. That's bored. true. The only bright spot in this right. dark, um, sad cave of Monday. Right, but it sucks in every other aspect. That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> no, next Monday will be very chaotic because. I will be back in my childhood home because oh, I have goodness. To, but it's I, I'm starting the process this Friday because we're cleaning but then I'm also moving in. So it's like it's crazy. So crazy. Great. It's also August. Happy August aka Swift month. Happy Saul Aaron rest on your door. Which I love because, as yes. you know, I wrote a short film kind of inspired by August, and we're doing we're gonna be doing the planning and everything for August once I'm finally settled in to my house again. So, so fun! It's a fun time, and then one yes. month until I go to Forks. Woo! That'll be so exciting. Oh yeah, for sure. Don't worry, I'm gonna give you all the details. Ooh, I'm I cannot wait. I'm literally so pumped. Uh, me too. Also, I can't believe we're almost done with this book. Literally, I know. We have one more before we do the movie. So fun! Oh my gosh! Especially now that Twilight is on Netflix, so we get to do yes, watch party. so easily accessible. Let, literally, we get to do watch party, and I'm so excited. Yes! Oh my gosh, it'll be so fun. It's gonna be a fun time. These chapters were actually very like kind of fun. Like I was still annoyed. But it had a couple. It had a couple bright spots. I feel like Stephanie Meyer was like, you know what? I've been kind of shitting in this book a little bit. I'm gonna kind of. I'm gonna kind of, you know, do it up a little bit. There were some liners in here that I really like that I'm excited to get to. Yeah, she kind of brought her A game for these two. I can't lie. Right. And the, I mean, A game for her. Like, is it a high bar? Like, not particularly. Yeah. But we're still gonna give credit where it's due. Honestly, though, like, she can write tension really well, which kind of annoys me because it's like, we should have been having this in the beginning of the entire book. It's been super slow. It's been yeah, super exactly. slow. Yeah, exactly. But when the going gets tough, like, she... The tough are going to get going. The yeah, like, I'm going. into it. I'm here for it. So um, let's just jump into it. Chapter 21, phone call. Bella wakes up. She goes, I could feel it was too early again when I woke. And I just, I feel that in my soul, regardless of if it's 6 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., it's yeah. always too early when I wake up. I always want to go back to bed. So, girly, we can relate, okay? I am you and you are me. Yeah. The difference in this chapter is that um, Alice actually sees Bella's house first in Arizona she doesn't see the ballet, she doesn't just see the ballet studio, like, in the movie, um, which I find interesting, like, I did not remember that at all, which I thought was kind of cool, but then also at the same time, it annoyed me, <laughs> as always. Yeah. I always have something to be annoyed by. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you gotta adapt some stuff and, you know, whatever. Yeah, no, it really works fast because 
her seeing her mom's house does nothing for the plot. <laughs> it does no. nothing for the plot. <laughs> Um, like many things in this book, no um, purpose whatsoever. And that's yeah, fine. No that's purpose. how she lives her life. No purpose whatsoever, as we've learned. The the guys are going to, like, come to Arizona to, like, take her somewhere safe. This has to be a weekend, right? Because right. I was trying, like, you legally have to be in school. Like, you right. legally like, have there's to gotta be. Yeah, do they even enroll her in the old school yet? Like... Okay. Well, right. So like, up, but if you don't go to school, like people get called in. Although Charlie is the police chief, that's like a social services thing. So I'm like, this has to be a weekend. How are they going to explain this? How is she not like wh- what? I'm sorry, white people, because this would not happen. This would not happen. My mom would be like, y'all ass has to be in school. Um, what's going on? You can't just willy nilly dilly dally you know <laughs> like this right right crazy. and their plan is like dumb too because they're doing it at like seven o'clock in the morning when the sun is like gonna be at its peak like I, take a red eye homeboy like i just don't I see do. how you're not about to glitter in like the delta airline like i don't right. see how that's not gonna happen like hello fenty bloody glitter boy like they're taking the flight at 7 a.m which makes no sense considering the fact that they could literally be taking it now technically right. like, in the middle of the night and then they get there and nine forty. my question can they not run faster than they can fly there That's like can they not just change. sprint James got on a plane too. Like, what is it? This is what I keep saying. Like, they don't use their vampiric powers like you think they are going to in this book. They rarely use them, which no. makes me feel like, why the fuck do they have powers? Like, outside of being like super fast, super strong to begin with, because they never use right. them. Like, what's the benefit? What's the benefit of a plane here? They're not going to be able to drink the ginger ale. They're not going to be able to eat the pretzel. Like, so why why are you flying? Why are you flying commercial? Just run there. It doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what I also realized, Taylor? This was the only thing that Edward made me annoyed by in these chapters. And that's because he is not in them. That's true. But yeah, (laughs) I thought about it and I was like, why is I was like oh my god this is so annoying why are you taking this flight at seven and then I was like wait this is the only thing he's pissed me off about (laughs) and that's because he ain't here and yet he's still annoying me one thing that didn't annoy me one thing that I thought was really pure and sad but like you know it's good twilight it's gonna be if it's gonna be wholesome it's also gonna be a little devastating when she's like do you think it's my only my human family you can hurt me with and I was like, wow, that is just like really hit me because she thinks the thing is her family and I do too. And I love that. Even though, it's very you fast. know. It's very fast because they've, they've hung out once and I'm like, well, like, all right. She played baseball with them. So it's like, she's integrated. Like she's part I of know. Now. But also let's be real. It's the trauma bonding because it is. that was a 20 minute game. Okay. But like, it's fine. I know. I, I think like, they're my family too, and I haven't hung up with them at all. Listen. <laughs> Taylor, you're not you're not selling yourself well here. And this is me. Take it or leave it. <laughs> you are so right. You're so right. But I'm just like that I was like, oh, that's cute, but at the same time, I'm like, you've hung out for one day. 
Yeah, it's a little much. It's but at the same much. time, you know what? Let me just not because the way I am is like as soon as I hit it off with someone and I like them, I'm like, oh, I absolutely love you now. But see that again. Actually, no, I will not be taking that back because trauma. I respond this way because of trauma. And she's how it be. the exact same thing. So like I said, trauma bonding will do that to you. Probably <laughs> sometimes. However, I don't know that I want Jasper as my brother. I mean, for a myriad of reasons. Like, we don't have to get into them right now. We Trust me, we'll do that. Don't you worry. But the fact he's, like, trying to put her to sleep with his, like, powers <laughs> is really fucking creepy. I'm sorry. But that is creepy. It pisses me off because it's, like, in the movies, it makes it seem... Well, not really in the movies. But, like, in the books, you can really see how, like, Jasper is, like, not really much of a character. Which is why I don't no. understand why everybody, like, simps for him. Obviously, I know it's because of Jackson Rathbone. But still, it's like, Jasper is such, like, a non-character. Like, it's true. That's and true. when he does come into the picture, he's, like, trying to sedate Bella. And it's like, I get it. I get it get it because you're like oh she's a human her her emotions or whatever but it takes me back to the chapter like eons ago when bella was like like i was out of their influence so i could really be me it's like you're you they're just like sedating her it's yeah. like that's weird like if everett's not dazzling her jasper is trying to sedate her and it's like that's just uh it's a little creepy. It's so It's a little weird. creepy. I related strongly, though, to when Bella just, like, threw an actual temper tantrum and slammed the door and then was, like, a little embarrassed about it two seconds later. Like, we've all been there. Like, we've all been our little drama queen selves. And I, like, love that that's how she decided to react in this case. That's such a Virgo thing. Because as soon as I overreact about something or get upset, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it happens. It happens. And I love that she... She did it. She felt embarrassed. Like, we've all done it. We've all done it. Bella's mom calls her. Turns out she's with James. He said. Hey, besties. Yeah, hey, bestie. I'm just hanging out with James. I love, like, the fact I, I need to. Go. That Go you're ahead. here in the background of luxury car commercials. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because I thought that line was so funny. And I also don't think it's true because, like, you hear very deep voices in those kind of commercials, I feel like. And in the movies, his voice is, like, not particularly deep. So I just thought it was funny. I was like, I don't know what commercials you're watching, but I don't agree. But that's, that's okay. Like, I still right. like the description. He's not smooth at all, though, which is interesting. But wait, I want to go back a second. How does she even know? Because, like, she knows nothing about cars, and we've established that. Right. But, like, what makes you... That is a weird comparison coming from her. Like, that doesn't make any right. sense. But that's fine. She would think... She would literally think a new Toyota is a luxury car. So it's yeah, like... Yeah, she... Yeah, she... Mm, she don't know. She don't know. I feel like she's trying to describe that he, like, has, like, a smooth... Silky, head. yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like he has a deep voice. Not in yeah. the way that Edward has a douchey voice. Like, Edward's, like, next level. It's a different but brand of like douchey. Art major, aficionado, douchebag kind of voice. Like, yes. here, I think it was trying to establish the Darwin era. Like, shut up. I want to know it's your just, thoughts on this, because this is yeah. me off, too. <laughs> no, I agree with you. 
Alice is apparently not hearing any of this. Um, she's like maybe a thin wall away. I think that her senses, you know, would be heightened, especially or, you know, even just her hearing. Like, you right, it's think- always been heightened. It's always been heightened. <laughs> Literally, Edward talks about like the fact that like he would hear her across the room, not even just like her thoughts, but like he would hear it. Like when Jessica and her were talking about the date, the non-date they went on, he right. shit himself for that also, like not even asking her out on a real date after she had been traumatized, but that's here nor there. Um, but he was, t- she was talking about how like he would be listening because they were in the same class, even though he was across the fucking room and he did the same thing from mind reading, but also just like regular talking because he couldn't read her mind. When she's all the way across the cafeteria, Alice can hear this conversation. Right. Like what is going on? Like these continuity errors, I swear. I just feel like, I feel like at this point in the series or in the book, she's not Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer is not writing one sentence a day anymore. She's writing two sentences a day. You know, she's she's upping her quota, but she's still not reviewing her notes. You know? Yeah, um, no, she's failing the test, and that's for sure. Because, again, her lore is always so inconsistent, and we're con- going to continue to talk about it through this chapter, but that just pissed me off. It's like, this, should, this could not happen. It's- <sighs> Bestie, look, just please... Stop having the memory of a goldfish. Like, I'm big. I beg you. Honestly. I beg you. Bestie. And then, literally, every time James kept telling Bella to say it now, I got so annoyed. She fucking gets it. We know. Just, just stop. Like, it was so annoying. Like, I know it was supposed to be, like, taunting her, but at the same time, it didn't come off as taunting. It came off as, I know how to fucking speak. Like, I feel like I would be annoyed. As Bella, I'd be like, listen. I know what's going on. Mom, you don't right. have to patronize me. Right, you know? like we get it. We get it. Like, I know when to say it when I'm supposed to say it. Okay? Yeah. She's emo, and though, and I, like, I think I just really related to her a lot in this chapter. Yeah. Because, like, the line, I had no choices now but one, to go to the mirror room and die. And I was like, you know what? I live for the drama of this and it's just so like dramatic and emo which I get it it has to be in this case but I just thought that line was just so like it was it'd be something like you'd say like she'd say after Edward like looked at her wrong too you know like there's no differentiation like it's always like I die now you know definitely it's just funny because in your notes you said you really think that her knowledge of the airport is gonna give her like a leg up with vampires. And I'm just like, in this saga, it it very well would. Because But like Jesus. what like, you think you the fact that you know an airport is gonna like let you outsmart these people, and it does, unfortunately. But it right. Shouldn't. But it's just so funny, like given the conduct. I get it. But it also, like, so- how like I've been to LAX many times. I, like, do not know the airport, like, back of my hand like this. Does anyone? Like, how many times has she been to no. this airport? No. Renee is a teacher, right, for one. Two, if anything, they would be driving places. They would not be flying places. F- tickets to fly cost a lot of money. And Renee is a single mom. Like, A single girl. mom who works two jobs and loves her kids and never stops. 
with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. Yeah. We had to do the, the Reba theme song in there just for a little spice. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to get those Tic Tacs out of my mind, though. Seriously. <laughs> as soon as you started, I was like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's like, here oh. we go. Another thing that just, I, I'm telling you, I'm never going to get over this lore. I'm never going to get over it, Taylor. I'm going to talk about it every single time because it's just so, it's so faulty, like a fault line. And we're in Los Angeles and it's an 8.6 earthquake. Okay. And it's the okay. San Andreas. <laughs> Seriously, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Harley Gugino in The Rock. How is Alice not seeing her make the decision? How? She listened to the conversation. Okay, she didn't listen. Okay, but either way, you, you follow it. She, follow she's had the conversation. She's been given the instructions of where to go and how to get away, basically. Come alone. Don't make, make sure no one's following you. Come to your house, right? Bella right. makes the decision to go to her house. So why is Alice not breaking down the door immediately going, you're not going any fucking where? That doesn't make any sense. She's made the decision to save her mom and get away. She has not made exactly. the decision. She doesn't know how she's going to get away. So Alice shouldn't be able to see that. She's, but she still made the decision to do it. Just like James made the decision to come to Phoenix and that's how she saw him in the room or whatever. Like what? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it don't make any sense. Don't make any sense. Before we get to the next chapter, I know you had uh, you had something a little bit to say about the little writing of the note for Edward. Yeah, she just writes her little note saying goodbye. And again, this chapter is just emo Bella. Like, just so emo. So Shakespearean. Uh. Just to write a note. Can't even text and has to write a note. Um, and I love that. It's very old-fashioned. It's very dramatic. I can just see him crying over that letter if things went a different way. Every day for the rest of his immortal life. Yeah. So then in chapter 22, Hide and Seek, we're still, again, I'm still reeling from the fact that Alice has not seen Bella's decision. And then Alice gets another vision. Right. Right. She gets another vision while they're like checking out of the hotel. So they've been there for like a day. So it should be, it should be Saturday. Or no, it should be, no, it should be Saturday going into Sunday, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have time just like Bella doesn't have time. Um, but Alice actually has another vision. And this is, and this time, like, Bella's like thinking that maybe it's about her death. And I'm like, um, how is perhaps perhaps <laughs> how, is Alice, how is Alice not seeing that her decision obviously changed because if she's getting this vision something has to have shifted and I guess that's what she recognizes because like she gets the vision and like Jasper has to like pull her out of it and like Bella's like oh fuck maybe she saw something and I'm like yeah she did but I don't understand how she she's had, I don't understand how and then I have a conspiracy theory because the way that Alice reacts, either Alice saw what happened and she was like, okay, I don't want to freak out Bella, even though she told Jasper that it was Bella that she was seeing, right? And Bella's already made this decision 
which we know. So Bella would be worried and would know that it was about her, right? You following mm-hmm. me, right? I'm following. Okay. Either she saw that and was like, I don't want Bella to worry. And that's why she was acting all like, you know, nonchalant, which I don't believe. Or. No. Or did she know that she was going to run all along and that was how she was going to turn and she was being selfish and she was like, okay, I'm going to let her do this. But if so, and she's supposed to be protecting her, why wouldn't she stop her? I don't know. You thought you thought really long and hard about this, and I'm very impressed, but I'm, I do not know what the answer for you is. No, I literally didn't think long and hard about this. This was like an instant thought, because I have no brain cells about anything other than Twilight, unfortunately. <laughs> I love very that for you. Very fortunate for me. And I, very fortunate for the listeners, I say. Because it doesn't read, it doesn't, like, I don't get that. Like, she would just tell Bella, and if she was worried about Bella... She would tell Bella about it so that it would stop whatever she's seeing because it's based on decisions. So, like, why would right. you tell her? And then, you know, spoiler alert from the movie, if we should have all seen the movie by now, okay? But, like, she's seen, she's seen Bella be a vampire. So is that why she just didn't? She was like, oh, it's going to happen anyway. This is probably how it happens. But then that's not protecting her. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, whatever. No, it's 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 very convoluted. It doesn't make any sense to me. This plan is ridiculous. And then, you know, again, we get more emo Bella, which you said you loved and you relate to, Taylor. I do. I really do. It was honestly the, the fact that she says tortured a million times. I was like a little over that. That was like felt a little much. But the line places I'd never seen and would never see when she's like looking at the airport board it made me so sad. I was like, wow, that's like an actual really good, impactful line that really upset my heart. No, I one hundred percent feel that before any of this happens, like before you know she does like the fucking great escape. She and Alice and Jasper are, like, in the airport, like, waiting. Which, hold on. This just, I just remembered something from the chapter. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so it's said that Edward and them are getting to the airport. They're landing at 9.45. But they left the hotel at 7. Why? I don't know. We got some word problems going on. <laughs> And I feel like I'm not the, uh, taking the SATs again. I, I Right? I'm like, uh, if train A pulls out of the station. <laughs> <laughs> so for real, though. <laughs> when will it meet train B? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyway. That's they, truly what I feel like this is. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Um. So they, they're sitting down. They're waiting in, like, the terminals or whatever. And then, you know, Jasper and Alice are, like, looking at each other nervous, and Bella notices it. She's like, are they watching me? Which also, again, makes me believe that she knows she's planning something, but she won't stop her. And, like, because Bella keeps, like, going, like, oh, maybe later, maybe later, to kind of- Yeah, she's, like, super sus. Like, super sus. Right. She's, like, throwing it off by saying later because she's not making the permanent decision to, like, say yes, you know? So she right. keeps going later, later, whenever Alice suggests something. And that's why I'm just like, oh, why aren't you, like, just be like, no, Bella, I'm going to come with you. 
Like, you can overpower her. You're a vampire. I don't understand. Um, so she pulls the great move of getting a guy, which that guy happens to be Jasper. Honestly, this was a genius plan. Like, I No, it really was. It really was. Um, because, you know, she's using her lady charm. Um, <laughs> and she's like, please, Jasper, come with me. Like, that is the golden ticket right there yeah like when you're with a man it is with me i'm nervous (laughs) so he's like okay (laughs) like a dumbass guy and alice is like that's strange and so then she's like oh wait i have to go to the ladies room excuse me knowing he can't go in there with her and then she just like bolts it out of the bathroom, which apparently doesn't have two exits in that airport. Somebody like debunked that a while ago. I'm like, this oh, is- I love that someone actually checked because I like kind of wanted to, but then I was like too lazy. But I love yeah, that. I remember we know that hearing song. about that. It was so funny. I was like, that's yeah, hilarious. Knows nothing about travel. What is this? Um, and then Bella bolts it out of there, and <laughs> she's a runner. She's a track star. The money, this cab situation is. Just I love crazy. how she just makes it rain on this cab driver and she's like, just take me far. Just take me far away. I understand it's a drive, but here's like $100. Go nuts. And I love that. She really was a baller here. Which she had it in her sock, which uh, is not that uncommon. All right. <laughs> like, okay. Interesting. I've heard of sock money. Like, buy a wallet, you know? Right. <laughs> Use like, a pocket. She's not like other girls, Taylor. How does her does her khaki skirt not have a pocket or two? I guess not. Pockets invite the devil in. I guess so. Make a good point. <laughs> That's why they're not on there. That's why they're sewn shut. Because women are not allowed to have fun. Pockets lead to pleasure. Apparently. That's true. Okay. But she throws money at the cab driver. And it's like, take me far away. And I'm thinking, oh, so she's about an hour away from the airport. It's 20 minutes. They make that kind of round trip all the time. Right. That's really not that far, but okay. (laughs) Right. But listen here, listen here. I put it in the notes later, but since we're already talking about travel and whatever like that. So the biggest bomb I've had so far in this journey with you, Taylor. Yes. Is learning... That Bella Swan is not from Phoenix, fucking Arizona. She is from Scottsdale. Right. That's, oh yeah. What? Why are Very you lying? Very to us all. You don't, no, like everybody knows where Phoenix, Arizona is. Yes, I understand that. Just say you're from Scottsdale. I right. Do. That's like a glitch in the Matrix type thing. Like, she's trying to make it seem all mysterious that she's from, like, the big city. It's like, nah, bitch, you're in the royal burbs. Like, what? I was blown. He was like, the cab driver was like, that's in Scottsdale. I was like, hold the fuck. (laughs) That's a weird way to say Phoenix, Arizona. (laughs) What? She's not from Phoenix. She's from Scottsdale. Bella of Scottsdale. That's what... uh, uh, Bella of Scottsdale. I was thrown. Okay? But let's talk about some of the good things about this chapter, I feel. Which is 
some of the like liners in here i really liked and you put a lot of yes. you put some that i was going to put in but then i was like you already put it so i was gonna yeah well it. the one that i liked was when she was like it's it, it's empty a symbol of fear instead of a sanctuary i was like that wow, is so that's poetic kind of deep dare i say a little bit of good writing it's from Miss Meyer. Way deep. I actually love that. The the implications of that line itself has. I would get a tattoo of that if I ever was drunk enough or not sane enough to have a line from Twilight on my body. Because Valid. that's that's really good. Like when I thought about that, I instantly thought of like my childhood. You know? Because for a while there, it was a symbol of fear instead of sanctuary, as it should be. It was so good. It oh my god, good. did I just get a... Did I just get a... I just got an idea. Okay, I got a tattoo idea. Fuck, am I going to get this tattoo? We'll see. You maybe. have to, I think, at this point. I was thinking maybe childhood should be a symbol... Should not be a symbol of fear, but of sanctuary or something like that. I don't know. That... Like, love it. We work it a little bit. Poetry. If any of you guys get that, who are listening, you have to tag us and show us if you steal my idea. But it was so good. I really loved that. Or when she goes, or kneeling by the little plot of dirt around the mailbox, the cemetery of all the flowers she tried to grow. Me. I can't keep a plant to save my life. But just the imagery of, like, a burial ground of just, like, flowers you tried to nurture and you could not that was really nice another one which was the cavi's question punctured my fantasy letting all of the colors run out of my lovely delusions now that sounds very much like Steffi meyer because it's like it does corny. it's corny but in a nice way the other two you could like you could tell me that was from any other book but twilight and i'd be like i believe you this one very much reads as Stephanie Meyer, which yes. I like because I was starting to get scared. I was going to be like, while I do love the series in an unironic way, I, am I going to start falling in love with Stephanie Meyer's writing? Mm, I don't think I can go there. So this brought me back in a nice way. Range you in. Yes, I feel that. Honestly. <laughs> and then clumsy as always, how she's like tripping over herself getting to the ballet studio, which I get. Because it's a and I'm obsessed with that though because it's a ballet studio which is like grace balance and she's just like tripping on her way in and I'm like I love that for you it's like just so funny of a picture to me no 100 I'm again dire situation I would most likely be doing that too like you know I'm not hopping and skipping but yeah for sure we'll get there, <laughs> we'll get there somehow <laughs> right at some point um. And then your line, your note here is, I also thought. Yes, this was another line I like. I should have mentioned it, but it was a little, came a little later in the chapter. But when she said she wished for the green um, protective for, forest of fork of home, I was like, oh, she thinks of forks as her, fork as her home now. That's really, that's cute. And she thinks of the clones as her family. She thinks of forks as her home. I mean, listen, does she have that much character development in this first book? Not a lot. But we do see that she is more, um, you know, she has a different view on on Forks now. She's, like, gotten used to it. She's enjoyed her time there. And I think that's sweet. Yes. I, 
I do agree, but of course I have to be a hater and say this. It is, but it's in a very, like, teenager way, so I'm not going to hate on it too much. It's mostly because of a boy. It is. That's true. I, I, yes, but I'm, I'm thinking of it. I'm going to think of it, choose to think of it at least, even if it's not necessarily 100% accurate. You know, <laughs> she's kind of close with Emmett now, like they're besties. He's like a bit bro. I think that yeah. she's gotten a lot closer and to Charlie too. This is all happening like a day after each other. So that's why I'm like, it's happening so fast. Right. And it's mostly because it is because of a boy. But it's so, it's so teenager that like, I'm not even mad at it because that's usually what happens. Like, in stories like these, or just, like, in general, like, you're like, oh, my gosh, I hate this place. And then you, like, meet a friend, or, like, you find a place that you really like. So aggressively teenager. So aggressively teenager. Um, but can we talk about the fact that the dance studio is not open because it's for spring break, which is usually, like, two or three weeks, right? That was Why? only one for me, but I wish it was two or three weeks. Why is the dance studio running their air conditioning? Like twenty Good point. Good point. That is expensive. <laughs> it is so expensive. No one is there. What was that's this? a good point. That's wasteful at that point. It's so wasteful. No one's even whatever. And then ha ha ha. It was all a trick. It never happened. Renee didn't Both. come to Bella's aid when she found out that she was upset and coming home. She didn't check her messages like a responsible mom leaving her daughter. Or, um, it was all just a video. Just joshing you. Yeah, honestly. One of the funniest things about this chapter also for me is just the fact that just in reading, because I haven't been listening to the audiobook. I've just been reading the actual book because I'm trying to train myself to like read the actual book because um, I listen to audiobooks like all the time. It's just when reading the book... <laughs> Bella's dialogue is re comes off as so unresponsive and almost bored to James. Where she's I love like, it. And it's so she's funny because it really shows you it's like she's so bored with this. She's like, I've I've gone through too much of this in the past like three weeks. I'm not phased by it anymore, really. But he would be like, Ooh, did you see how I took your mom's video and made you believe that she was here? And she's like, yeah, you were okay. really smart. <laughs> She's like, okay. You were really smart. Good for you. <laughs> you, got, you got me. You really it's got me. so funny because she's not giving him what he wants because what he wants is the chase. And he's like, oh, this is almost too easy. She she wasn't sassy enough for me. I would have been like, okay, well, then get it over with then. You, I'm here. Right. Let's she go. back a little. You know? Um, but he just... It, it was just, it was just kind of crazy. It was, it's just funny. And then, funny. like always, James wants to lure Edward to to avenge Bella. Like, there's always that villain that's like, I want them to defend your honor, you know? And she's like, I don't want him to do that. <laughs> she's like, mm, maybe not. And he's like, well, that's not fun, you know? I was saying this in the movie too, and I'll probably mention it when we watch the movie um, during our little commentary or whatever, he takes way too long to explain his plan and his reasoning. I right, just like, just that. do it. Just this do it already. This is on, on unresponsive ears. What, what can I do about this? 
I can't be like, oh, wow, this was smart. I can't be like, oh, yeah, because I don't think I'm going to live to tell the tale. So what are, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, what, felt, what's the what's the point? And for what? And for what? Yeah. And then and then and then he has to, like, tie it all back to this is why I also think this isn't for Edward. I feel like he's just like a sore loser because he talks about how Alice was his victim from like a hundred years ago or 80 years ago. And like, we learn about her backstory and how she was turned briefly. Like you learn a Which little bit. Which is so interesting. I forgot it's all so about that. Well, we might hear about it again. I don't think we, we do, don't. if I'm remembering right, which is so dumb. Like, that's so fascinating to me. It's, so basically, Cliff Notes version, Alice had visions when she was a human, which put her in this hospital. And there was a vampire that treated her that became fond of her. And she had a vision of James coming. She didn't know who he was. And the vampire turned her to save her life because she would be a newborn vampire, which we don't really learn much about in this book. But again, as a as an avid Twilight viewer, reader, I would hope that is listening, you know about vampires and yes. how they're strong um, to save her. And she, it was so painful that she absolutely lost all of her memory. And she woke up alone basically during that transformation because James came and killed the other vampire. And for me, as uh, you can back me up or not, this whole plot is a waste. It's a waste to me as a writer myself because we don't meet James until chapter 17. This should have been the conflict. It should have been maybe it should have been about James maybe coming after the Collins or just, you know, something along those lines. Because you just dropping this little nugget here, it doesn't read well. Because you're, it's just like you're throwing this information in like, oh, it's a two for one. No, this sounds like a motivation. He was literally coming for her and Alice saw this, you know, like as a human. It's been 80 years. He saw her in the field, right? And exactly. then, then decided to come after Bella. Like, no, that should not be the focus. The focus should have been him coming for Alice. And that should have been maybe the reason why Edward didn't want Bella to be a part of his world. Not because his, his family was dangerous, but because Alice had a vision of somebody else or of some, like coming to harm her. You know what I mean? Because she should have visions of people coming to attack her. She's had it in her backstory, um, which we can talk about a little bit more um, because it's in the illustrated guide of like more about her backstory. But that should have been the main focus. For I sure. Agree. Because just dropping it in like this, I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting. But it pisses me off. <laughs> because we, exactly it's like okay we're not gonna do anything about this like what are we like great what's like, the point <laughs> why did you even write it if it was gonna amount to absolutely nothing and alice was not gonna be impacted by this whatsoever like right okay. right it's like this it, it, it was ridiculous um but it was very interesting and stephanie meyer has a very very colorful history of writing complex backstories for her side characters and then either 
putting it in the story, Doing nothing. never touching it again, which it could be a whole thing you can build this chapter on or this entire book on and throwing it away. Or she makes it so interesting that you never hear about it in the original story. You have to buy the illustrated guide, which I have. Um, you have to get the illustrated guide to get the full backstory. Like you don't know about these characters at all. And it's really annoying because I was saying this earlier. I feel like Twilight could have been a universe as in like, you know how Marvel has a universe where it's like all these Marvel characters, but then there yeah, absolutely. Sub, there's sub genres of that where it's like the Avengers and, you know, Captain Marvel. And, you know, we could have done that with so many, but she just had to focus on Bella and this sparkly darkly vampire. But yeah, that's just what I had to say from like a writing standpoint and no do you agree i or do you agree not? more i've been saying it since the beginning i agree so much with that i love the like dumb i mean it's not comedy but it is to me <laughs> that's like woven throughout the scene where she's like he's like talking about alice and he's like she smelled even better than you do sorry i don't mean to be offensive i'm like that no. is fucking comedy right there it is and like the fact that he chose his ballet studio so he would like it would look artsy for his like film that he's filming and gonna give to edward i'm like that is a true cinematographer right for right there like i'm sorry say what you want about james but like he has an eye he has an eye for Maybe filmmaking people, i'm thinking he oscar winner you film school that's what i'm thinking. oscar winner and that's facts future oscar winner for sure aside from like a few changes in this chapter that we've touched on out of all the episodes we've done um, on this first book, this chapter seems to be the most accurate in terms of book to movie adaptation because it's like I'm hearing the lines, you know? And yeah, I'm, it's very ripped from the novel, it feels like. Very much so, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and I, it's an unexpected. I would think it would have been like, the other ones but again you know time which is why i'm glad you know they kind of fit it to where she was able to do it all like really fast and like it takes place in the hotel and not the airport you know it's day mm -hmm. not night <laughs> um like just those subtle changes is very interesting to me um but yeah that was that was crazy but at the end bella is just Bella does do the stupid thing. She finally gives him what he wants, and she decides to run, like in a horror movie. And but it's instinct. Him. You can't fault her for that. It's her instincts. Yeah, I just it was very last minute though, because it was like she was holding on so well. I'm like, girl. She was. Girl. Interestingly, the pepper spray is not in this scene. Oh, that's right. That's such a like funny part of it too. Not yeah. funny, but like it's a cute little detail. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was it is kind of funny when she like sprays it in his face, and I'm like, girl, <laughs> bestie, like, bestie. But yeah, it's like R.I.P. to Bella. She was a real one. She was. She said, "Rip me." That's it. Twilight's over. <laughs> the book ends. <laughs> the end. What a sad ending. Oh my god, really is like Shakespeare. Um. But no, these chapters were like fun. Very much like I want to rip my hair out, but I had a lot of fun. I always have fun, but. Me too. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Are you ready for the Twilight Fun Fact of the Week? 
I'm so ready. Okay. So, Billy Burke, who plays Charlie Swan in the Twilight Saga, first met Kristen on a plane to Portland. She didn't know, like, who he was, but he recognized her. So he walked up to her and said, hey, I'm your dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's actually so cute. I I love that. I love it. I'm kind of upset that I'm not going to be able to meet him in uh, Forks for the festival because, you know, Bestie is booked and busy, apparently, so he got a job, which is nice, but I was I was actually looking forward to that. I would have been like, yeah. hey, did you, like, what was going on when you first met Kristen for the first time? This was a fun, this was a fun little episode, for sure. I think you needed yeah. that pick-me-up, Taylor. You feel refreshed? So refreshed, revived, a new person. For sure, for sure, for sure. That's the end of this particular episode, but don't worry, we'll be back. We'll be back and better than ever next week. For sure. And when we are, before then, actually, this week, I want you to just reflect and remember one thing. When in Forks, just stick to the script. Just stick to the script. Stick to the script. <laughs>